I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read, learned, or experienced to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Shannon, I'm pumped about this week. I feel <laughs> like these are exactly, this is exactly what Workplace Hugs to me is, is this idea and this concept. And I think it's exactly what we've what I've always strived for, what I think we've strived for, and I'm pumped to talk about it. Oh, I like, okay. Sounds like this is a Keystone Workplace Hugs episode, folks. Uh, okay, so today I want to talk about these two concepts I heard about recently, oops moments and failure resumes. So I, I don't, I was probably on some social media platform and I heard a woman named Kristen Hadid, she's the founder of Student Maids, share a concept. She thinks that we should each create a failure resume where we list out what were the biggest failure or oops moments of our personal and professional lives, what was the gift or lesson in each one, and also take note if there are any failures you keep repeating to see if there's anything to learn there, any cycle that you're ready to break. Uh, Rami, I'm curious, do you have any oops moments that you would put on your failure resume that really stick out? Oh, I, Shannon, mine would be double single spaced, (laughs) at least two pages. (laughs) And they would be like, yeah, we don't need this third page. And it would have images and graphs and lots of diagrams (laughs) and lots of things going in the wrong direction. Um, my biggest one was one of my first ones. So the first category I ran in my first role was hot chocolate. Hot chocolate has the sh- the most narrow sales window. It's like a seasonal product, um, except that that window is even more narrow because it's very highly correlated to the first precipitation of the season. And that's really it. Otherwise, it's super steady the rest of the year. And you do... I don't know. Let's call it 80% of the sales in like two weeks. So you miss those. You get a lot of hot chocolate that you will never sell <laughs> no matter what you do and how you go about trying to move it. So I totally missed that window my first year. And all the inventory showed up, showed up later. I, I don't remember. It was long enough ago that I've moved past the trauma. But Essentially, for one whole calendar year until it expired or whatever, every week I got to be like, I've got 200 weeks of hot chocolate. And here's what I'm trying to do to knock it down by 1% this week. And so I got to talk about it for a whole year. Wow. Every week. And it's not like it was a lot of inventory. Like in the scheme of things, my excess inventory on hot chocolate was like, such a minuscule amount compared to like what we were doing on ad for one of our brands of cereal or something. But it was like, for me, it was like such a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have the analyst story too, but I was trying to think of like, what's a more, I feel like we've shared so many of our oops moments on this podcast. I was really reaching for like, what's a, what's an oops story that I haven't shared yet. Uh, And for me, I was thinking about like, what are some of the failures I've experienced from a coaching perspective? And one that comes to mind, I forget who I was talking about this with recently. I used to send welcome kits to new clients, but I had a client once who took great offense 
to a book that I sent in the welcome kit. (laughs) He was very offended that I thought he needed to read this book. (laughs) And so I don't do that anymore because I... What I learned from that experience is I don't know enough information in the beginning to know exactly for sure what resources to offer a client. And so mm-hmm. I don't send welcome kits anymore. If things come up as we're coaching, I might like send them things as we go uh, or just recommend them and then they can choose if they want to buy said book or not instead of sending them to them. This also though, Rami, this whole conversation is making me think back to episode 65 where we talked about all the mistakes that we made leading a team. Cause that's where mm-hmm. a lot of my oops moments came in too, of just like things I just effed up in my first leadership role. So if you're looking for more of our oops moments, go back and listen to episode 65, where we talk about all the mistakes we made and hard earned lessons <laughs> from so, leading a team. I think the big thing is the three questions you asked at the beginning, which is what were the biggest failures oops moments of our personal professional lives what was the gift or lesson in each yes and then are there any failures that you keep repeating shannon do you have any failures that you keep repeating uh there is one that came to mind i can't think of it now maybe we can do another side hug where we where we review with our listeners the failures that we keep repeating i can't think of any off the bat either um but let's keep going so tell us about the screw-up story or oops moments. Yeah. Got another good example. Yes. So another thing that she shared in this little blurb of a video talk was we already kind of talked about the concept of oop moments, oops moments, but she also has uh, what she calls screw up story meetings. And I guess this comes, came originally from Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. She allegedly does weekly oops moment meetings with her team to share out failures from the week and what they learned. And so Kristen now does this with her team at student maids where they have a screw up story meeting where they meet to talk about where they screwed up that week and what they learned. And I'm wondering, Rami, have you ever worked in an organization that practices something like this? Yes. Really? Yeah. Tell it me was more. The, it was one of the most fun uh, ways of being vulnerable that I think I've ever experienced. And I would tell everyone, if you can make it work, you should try. So we had a um, Mr. Potato Head weekly award for the biggest failure from the previous week. So when we all worked IRL in, in, in a space, we would have our weekly meeting and then Whoever had won it the previous week would bring it redesigned, right? Because you can reconfigure redesign it. Mr. Potato. Mm-hmm. And um, someone would then get to say, okay, I had the biggest failure last week. Here's what it was. Here's what caused it. Here's what I'm learning from it. Now give me that potato because I should have earned that and I get to put it on my desk and <laughs> keep it for the week and play with it. Um, and it was fun because you'd have people like kind of trying to battle out who had the biggest oops. I for love it. that. Which is great because I think it allows us to say like, oh, I screwed up. Here's what happened. Here's how I'm fixing it. Here's what I'm learning from it. But like, yeah, I admit I make mistakes and that's fine. I love that so much. I am going to ask you when we're not recording what company that was because I'm really curious now. It was a Target. Was it really? I had a yes. feeling it might be, but that's so, uh, that's such a beautiful example of a leader, you know, like having the leader guide that because that wasn't commonplace 
well, I never did that in the five or six years that I worked at Target. So what a cool leader. I have a suspicion of who the leader was. I'll ask you after we're done recording. (laughs) It's who you think it was. Okay. (laughs) Um, I wonder if the biggest barrier, I can see people not wanting to implement something like this because they're like, oh, well, that's not a good use of time. But I really do love this idea from a cultural perspective because I remember one of my bosses when I was a first time manager, encouraging me, like, how do you promote a learning culture on your team? Like, really think about the kind of culture that you're trying to create. And I think this would be a great way to promote Mm -hmm. learning culture. And I love the Mr. Potato Head for it to be fun and almost like a competition to see who gets the award. Okay, that's all we've got for you this week, you guys, for Oops Moments and Failure Resumes. I would love for you to connect with us on Instagram or LinkedIn and let us know if if your organization does something like this or please share with us. Let's all celebrate and let's fight it out in the comment section. Who would get the Mr. Potato Hat Award? I love it. <laughs> of the biggest I love it. failure oops moments you've had. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami and this has been Workplace Hugs. Mm-hmm.